Hi, welcome to My Creativity. podcast about being creative and producing output. I'm your host, Surrey. I reveal how I work, my projects, my process, well, my creativity. From planning and goal setting, to how I stay accountable for my output, to the way ideas pop into my head, and to the frameworks I use to stimulate my creativity and formalize it. So each week I go over last week's goals, and at the end of the episode I present a new set of goals to achieve for that week. Now, being that we're at the start of December, I also have some December goals. Now, my December goals come from my quarterly goals, which come from my annual goals, which are my annual strategic priorities, I should say, which are in support of my 10-year mission. And I'm sure you've heard me say it before, but I believe this process is absolutely vital to success. No successful business was started and maintained by someone just wishing and hoping. It all comes down to having a vision, going on a mission, setting out your plans, deadlines, goals, and achieving them. So here I am in December. I've got some new goals. Coming from my quarterly, my quarterly goals, just as a bit of a recap, uh, and it's the quarter from October, November, December. Uh, for some reason, my year, my planning year is from October to October. So I was going to publish book three of Exit Plan. I was going to have my first draft of my How to Write a Novel book. That's a book about how to write books. Meta. Come up with my brand manifesto. Social strategy and sales strategy. Oh dear, a sales strategy. App design or business design, I should say. And uh, I was looking for an urban fantasies ally slash reciprocal marketing partner. So given that I'm in December, the last month of this quarter, I need to tidy a few things up. So, uh, book three of Exit Plan. Uh, that, that is, I've just finished off the cover. And if you've been on my Twitter, you would have seen a bit of a sneak peek of that. Uh, it's a bit, I think it's a, a natural progression of my first two covers. And it's keeping in in the theme and style. Anyway, my December goals. I'm going to start posting my blogs. I've been writing a whole bunch of blog articles, which are in support of various aspects of my website. So I'm going to start posting them. I have to update my social media. Uh, I want to give a bit of a refresh of some of my images. And then I need to snip my blogs into social media posts. So part of my strategy here is to write sort of fairly in-depth blog posts. So because these things are what's called a long tail media. If you stick something on Twitter, it's there for about 10 minutes and then it disappears in everyone's feeds. On Facebook, it lasts a little bit longer, but after a day or so, it's gone. 
sure, if people go to your page and they search and they really hunt through your tweets and all the rest of it, they'll find these things, but they're not in attention. They're not getting searched. Uh, they don't. I don't believe they get indexed by Google, for example. Whereas your blog posts on your home page, on your home website, in this case, gravityundone.net, they, uh, for lack of a better term, they are eternal. In fact, if you go to sjohnhughes.wordpress.com, you will find um, several years' worth of blogs that I was doing years ago. They're still there. The idea here, though, is to write my posts with a bit of a focus on drawing attention to aspects of Gravity Undone. And then you take these media, these blog posts, and because um, you don't get as much attention or reach uh, in, say, Facebook or Instagram or wherever by posting links out to blogs because they want you to be on there, my idea is then to take these large sort of, you know, 1,000, 1,500 word posts and cut them down into smaller snippets, which then get posted individually and then a link back out. So people can have a bit of a read there in Facebook or on Twitter or wherever it is, get a bit of information. Hopefully it's helpful to them or interesting, entertaining or something and starts feeding back into uh, gravityundone.net, which brings attention and awareness to the work I'm doing and the work I'm promoting. Next goal is then how to write a novel first draft. I'm skeptical that I'll get that finished in December. But because, you know, we've got Christmas and stuff. On the other hand, however, I do have a fair bit of Christmas leave where I will be able to take my laptop and I will find an hour or two each day, I'm quite sure, to be able to start writing. So I'm pushing for that. Now, an urban fantasy ally. This is interesting. Probably an author. I'm trying to find someone in that contemporary fantasy urban fantasy realm that shares similar values to me and has similar stories that we can interact and and get to know each other and work toward market development together. So that's my December goals. Post blogs, update social media, snip blogs, how to write a novel first draft, UF ally. Now, last week's goals... Exit Plan 13. So Exit Plan Season 3, Episode 13 went out earlier today. That is the final episode in that story arc of Exit Plan. And it finishes, I think it finishes quite nicely. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a big load of work off my plate, which means I can start focusing on other things more fully. For example, the, the updating of my website and social media and so forth. I'm really looking forward to that. Last week's goal was books republish. I haven't hit the approve button, but I do have a cover page. I've written my little back blurb cover page. I mean cover. I've written the black back blurb. I've created my ISBN and it's all just waiting for me and I've, I'm just going to leave it for a day or two and then come back at it with some fresh eyes and have a last look over it to make sure I've not screwed something up because it's easy 
in the big rush of things to miss things. Running. So yesterday uh, I went for, instead of going for a run, I went for a 15 kilometer bike ride. And today I went for a, I went fishing with my son, which is an unusual thing, but the weather cooled off a little bit and it was good fun. We saw some octopuses and saw other people catching some fish and we didn't catch any fish, but it was good fun. Last week's goal, write blogs. Yes, I've written another four blog posts, so that's pretty good. And my December plan, which I've done. Wonderful. So quite a good week there. Now here's something that, uh, it's a topic that I've come across a number of times, and I see posts about it all the time in like Reddit, and I hear people complain about it on Facebook and so forth. And here is this, this problem with artists trying to get money. Uh, you could call it the starving artist, but it, it comes from two angles here. So for one angle is that artists, people who do creative stuff, often have this tendency of thinking that money is a bad thing or that they it gets in the way of the art or that it's just not something that you get and therefore you should you know, pretend as if you don't want it. On the other side of it, is you get artists complaining that people don't want to pay. Musicians, famously, are offered gigs for in exchange for exposure or similar. You know, basically, come and do a free gig. And I, I think there's some interesting issues to be discussed here. So the nobody wants to pay an artist. Graphic designers complain of this where they're asked to just do some photoshopping or come up with a logo or something and you know do it for free. Musicians are often presented with an opportunity to do a gig in exchange for this mythical exposure. Authors, writers, the whole lot all complain about not getting paid. So where does this how how does this get tackled? How can we tackle it? What is the problem here? And I think I'm going to go on a limb here and tell you right now that it's the artist's misunderstanding of how the world works. Certainly, when I've seen people complaining about it, they have failed to understand how the world works. How does the world work? Well, you've got to understand what money is. Money is an abstract representation of value. It's a way of transacting value. So if you want someone to give you money, you have to provide back to them value. If they don't see that you have value to give them, they don't see that they have to give you money. So artists seem to believe intrinsically because they are artists that they are worth money. And this is false. This is much like, uh, let me think about, have a look inside the content. I don't know if this works in the United States or UK, but here in Australia, when you go to a show, here in Australia would be the Royal Easter Show, for example, but it could be a state fair, I guess, they have in the States, or it could be, you must have like the Royal 
shows in the UK and, and similar in Europe. You'll go there and they have these things called show bags. Now you go to a show bag vendor and you fork over for a $25 ninja warrior show bag or whatever. Invariably inside that are pieces of rubbish that have just not found their way into the trash can yet. So you'll see the people walking out of the park and they've got a novelty inflatable hammer and they're wearing oversized novelty glasses and possibly one of those invisible dogs on a lead. And it's all fun and games. Ba 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 ha 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 ha. And those things, if they even make it home, just go straight in the bin. Like they're absolutely worthless. It, they are literally trash. It's just a way of taking petroleum, converting it into garbage. And people pay for it. So these are things that have no values. Why are people paying money for it? Because they've been told that they should. Now artists seem to think that they've painted a picture or they've played a bit of music or they've written a book and that is intrinsically valuable. It's just not. It's not gold. Heck, gold itself is only valuable if the person you're selling it to values gold. Someone who's starving will not pay any amount of money for a lump of gold. There's no point. Someone who can put a CD on... Oh, CD, how old am I? Someone who can hit play on Spotify will not pay for a band. Why would you just put on a CD or press play on an mp3 player so the artist has to establish value how how do you establish value okay i suppose that's sort of a different discussion but the real point is that the artist is not entitled to money simply for being an artist and this is where artists and i understand this because i i came from this place myself i felt this way so i know how you feel is that artists need to understand that they are both the manufacturer of a product and the business selling a product. And that product is their creative output. Of course, someone who has labelled themselves an artist does not like to think of themselves that way because that sounds somehow dirty or impure, as if you're sullying the creativity process. But let me tell you, I'm a computer programmer by trade. And if I just sat at home, computer programming, just, you know, whatever nonsense, no one's going to give me money. And I'll be going, oh, but, you know, I'm such a talented computer programmer. It takes hours and hours for me to develop my computer programs. I deserve money. Why do people want me to do it for free? And the answer is, of course, because they want me to do their programs. <laughs> they want me to program stuff that they want, not just whatever garbage I feel like coming up with. So you need to develop a business model and a plan, a set of values to live by. And you've got to have this creative business side. And as a computer programmer, it's fortunate that the business model came from the other direction. People wanted value and they had money. And so they said, you know what, I want someone to fulfill this creative role. And that is a computer programmer. And certainly, and a musician can have the same thing. 
if you get yourself as a uh, what do you call it, like a session musician working to create soundtracks for movies or plays or whatever. There's literally people, that's their job, is they get paid uh, some agreed amount, maybe a salary or something, to create um, generic music for background noise in, in, in businesses or, for, or, or to create individual songs for soundtracks. There are artists who are paid to paint Christmas cards. You know, someone else has come up with a business model and an artist has fulfilled it. But artists, and myself included, you know, writing my books and producing my podcasts and my audio dramas, and, and I do play music, I'm composing some music. We want to just create our beautiful art and we want to be able to eat. But we do need to understand there's a marriage between those two. You've got to create a business model. You are the manufacturer of a product. Your art is not in itself valuable any more so than any amount of plastic doodads you might find. It's only valuable when the business model is applied to it, marketing and sales are done, and money and, and value is recognized by the purchaser. Doing anything else, thinking that you can just concentrate on perfecting your artwork, that's, that's like buying a lottery ticket, believing that your business plan is to buy a lottery ticket each week and eventually you might win. Well, you're not going to win. And if you do, it had nothing to do with any of your skill or ability. It was luck. My belief, and, and I've, this is shared, is that you need to actually put a bit of planning in None of this seat of the pants at a business. If you actually want to live by your creativity, you must also be a creative business person. You have to be an entrepreneur. And here's an interesting, little interesting website I was looking at, ReneePhillips.com. Rene Phillips is known as the entrepreneur coach, helping artists achieve their fullest potential. So Renee Phillips is a mentor and coach for artists, helping them achieve their fullest potential. She is the director, curator of Manhattan Arts International in New York. She helps artists live as artists. And she has some inter interesting things here on her site. She's got how to add value to your art so you can raise your prices. Because presumably at some point you're creating art and the price is basically free. In fact, it's probably like you're buying paint and canvas, which you would be able to resell. You could chuck that on eBay and sell it. But then you go and put your artwork on it and no one wants to buy it. You've actually devalued you know, art supplies by doing art. So how do you increase your price so that you can cover your costs and then keep increasing the prices to the point where you can actually eat. Now, there's an interesting woman I'm trying to line an interview up with. She's an artist who is quite successfully making money and living doing her art. Wonderful. So hopefully I can organize that interview and we can get a bit of an insight into how that happens. And um, I'm hoping she doesn't just say, well, she got lucky. 
So Renee Phillips, she says things to avoid. So she lists a whole bunch of stuff for you to achieve because she says that in your uh, throughout your art career, you'll you want to engage in certain activities. Some will add value to your art, and some will reduce the value of your art. So she has, has a bunch of stuff that she says you should try to do, which is uh, you know strong networking support system. Uh, positive reviews, identifiable branding, uh, sales to well-known collectors and celebrities, sales to museums or public collections, um, public art commissions, uh, awards, grants and fellowships. These sorts of things don't come to people who just sit on their butt and do their art. These things require planning. Things to avoid one of them is lack of confidence. Avoid projecting an impoverished, poor, starving artist attitude. Interesting. Avoid lack of or disorganized business records. Avoid being a loner. So even she's sort of saying, if you're going to do art and you want to increase the value of your art so you can live by your art, you're going to have to take a few steps down the business path. That's just the way it is. And I know authors need to do it too. And there's a, a tendency to believe, and I think it's a false belief, that all you have to do is write the perfect book and then it'll be picked up by an agent and sold to publishers and you will make a pile of money and you'll become famous. That's buying lottery tickets. Okay, J.K. Rowling was successful because she was persistent, because she worked hard at it and because she used a bit of business sense. She was fabulously successful, such as she was, by luck. Okay, she was going to be successful. She was going to be able to you know, survive. But the degree of her success, like becoming a billionaire author, is not something that you can genuinely plan to achieve. And I'm pretty sure she did not set out and go, you know, I'm going to become the world's first billionaire author. I'm going to have a series of movies yeah, that I, I had direct creative hand in and so on. Like She didn't have that plan. She had the plan to write books. And then as they picked up, she had the plan to write books that are you know, accessible, lovable, enjoyable. And she succeeded. She got lucky and became fabulously successful. So developing a business plan model. And that's what I have been striving towards in this um, Gravity Undone. And you might well be asking, what am I doing to add value to my art? One of the things I'm doing, of course, is having identified my brand manifesto, the values to which I um, adhere. One of them is, of course, is my Creativity podcast and Space Brains podcast and the Exit Plan podcast, which are ways of reaching out and getting contact and letting, letting my values show. What else am I doing? Well, I will be engaging in my my blog posts and social media to provide value to people. So the blog posts I have actually uh, have information in it that I think people will be entertained by. They might find informative uh, or they, they might be able to execute on. That's all worth money. You know, you pay people to learn that sort of stuff. And so I'm trying to, I'm, I'm cultivating this base of value where people will go oh yeah that guy sorry that guy sorry at gravity undone they do some good stuff gravity undone supports good things 
and it's it's good I'm going to buy those books because I'm interested because I've learned about them that's good so don't be the starving artist it's not true you get to take responsibility for your starving nature and of course you aren't entitled to money just because you're producing artwork just because you're a band and you play music doesn't mean you're entitled to money you still have to establish that value if someone is wanting your art for free it's because they see no value in what you're doing and it's your responsibility not theirs to present that value um, I can certainly say that I appreciate how much it takes to you know produce some music or to write a book or what have you but that doesn't mean I just hand out money to everyone I come across because in fact it's because they're asking money I take it for free but they're asking money and I'm going well yeah I know how hard it is to make your stuff and how hard you work it's just not worth five bucks to me I mean five bucks is not much but it's just not and the exact same scenario is occurring with my work I've put it up there it's four dollars it's nine dollars whatever until I can establish that that has value people are going well oh, yeah I could buy a cup of coffee or I could buy your book uh, I value the coffee more sad but true I'm keep uh, I'm keep working on it I keeping working on in my grammar okay so I'm gonna keep working on it and then so next time you you're lamenting the fact that you're not being offered money or paid for your art understand it's because you are the one who has not established the value for it and you're the one who's responsible for changing that you're not entitled to it I'm not entitled to be to get paid just because I've created something and on that bombshell <laughs> and so we'll move on to my goals because my goals really the reason I'm putting them down here is to grow and to continue to increase my value and soon my value will be worth a whole dollar I'm sure of it so next week's goals will be to format and post my first blog it'll be to snip my first blog into social media posts to finish my urban fantasy slash contemporary fantasy support blogs as I said I'm, I'm writing a series of blogs in support of different aspects of Gravity Undone and I'm upping my run from uh, five kilometers five kilometers to five kilometers in one day and ten on Sunday so until I speak with you next time have fun good luck and consider how you can improve or increase your value as an artist and when I say value I mean value to the market because you are valuable in existing and art is valuable culturally but you can't pay your rent with exposure anyway have fun see ya